Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe. Nah, nah, nah. We just, we just act like we're getting it going. You know, it's always good when you're talking about a victory on a Sunday afternoon, man. You know, the it does feel good. You know, when you, when you have a performance like you did today, you could, you know, you could say you shocked the world, right? No one expected the Houston Texans to do what they did today at all. And as mm. we wait for some people to come in, I'm hype. We all I'm should be hyped. hyped. Definitely. I mean, you saw things that <laughs> that really don't happen. Goodness but gracious, man. You know, the what's going on, Trey? You know, we're gonna wait for a couple more people to hop in before we get started because this is very it was a it was a fun, fun day today. If you are a Houston Texans fan. Yeah, that game was crazy. <laughs> that game was crazy. My goodness. So leading into this game, Harley, just to you know, we could start a little bit early. Um, no Lermy Tunsil. Back-to-back weeks, out with the knee injury, practice all week. What surprise he wasn't good to go today? Yeah, man, that was a that was a surprise for me as well. I thought we were going to have Laramie Tunsil in the game today, um, but it did not happen. And hey, it is what it is. So at the end of the day, you know, you next man up, you keep mm-hmm. on playing, you keep on moving, and you come into Jacksonville. With uh, with that money in the bank, you know, mm. you you know you would have thought this Houston Texans O line would have at least allowed a sack, but no sacks allowed today. Three QB hits, a fantastic job by a Houston Texans O line that's been built together the past couple of weeks. No Lermy Tunso, no Canyon Green, no Juice Scruggs, no Titus Howard, no problem today. You know the thing about NFL players, right? If you are bad, you're going to have more negative plays than good plays. You're going to have more bad games than good games. But you are going to have good games. And this O-line, they had a good one today. Do I think they keep it up next week against the Pittsburgh Steelers? I don't think so at all. (laughs) But you needed it today. You know, we talked about the first home game being a must win. But today felt like a must win also. You cannot yeah. go 0-3. You could not have gone 0-3. That would have been deflating. But you go into Jacksonville and you dominate them. Dominate them in all three phases. 37-17. to The first win in the head coach D'Amico Ryan's era. You beat a division opponent. And, you know, this loss kind of... Hurt the Jaguars' feelings, man. Have you been on their uh, on their Twitter and their Reddits, bro? They are angry. They are heartbroken by today's loss. I would be upset if I am a Jags fan. Because, mm. um, come on, man. You won the division last year. You know, you coming into this year hyped. Yes. This is, this is the year, you know. This is where they actually, you know, put their foot on the gas pedal and move forward with them claiming that 
this is their division now. Mm-hmm. And a team that you have not ever had success with, the Houston Texans. Trevor Lawrence before today's game, and shout out to DJ B enemy with the stats. The game, this is before his game today. Trevor Lawrence against the Texans, one and three, mm. three touchdowns, six interceptions. Mm. That was before today's game. And he just for some reason we're the kryptonite for Trevor Lawrence. I don't know why. I don't know why he can't beat a David Coley Lovey Smith team. I have no clue why. Just shows me that Jags aren't serious. Mm. I don't take them serious. I'm thinking, oh man, you know, they had a pretty good, pretty good little, you know, game against the Chiefs and whatnot. Nope. Nope. Come on, man. We didn't have the offensive line. We're missing the safety. We're missing all kinds of people. And we've seen teams just dominate on the line of scrimmage against us. Mm. I didn't see that today with the Jaguars. Nor was I as worried in this game for our offensive line just because mm. Trayvon Walker ain't nobody special. Yeah. Tyson ain't nothing crazy for me. The only one is Josh Allen, the uh, outside pass rusher for them, not the QB for the Bills. So other than him, I didn't have nothing I worried about across the defensive line. I look at the rest of their defense. Okay. Tyson Campbell, the DB, like mm. – Devin Lloyd, pretty good. Yeah, okay, that's cool. Ain't nobody defensively besides Josh Allen for me where I Mm. go, all right, they got some boys on that defense. It just, oh, well, Texans Mm. whooped that ass. How about that? They did, and it was a statement victory. C.J. Stroud, this is your franchise quarterback. The question should be over already, and it's only three weeks in. 20 of 30, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 280 yards. I mean, dicing up the Jaguars' defense. Bro, he is in control of this offense. He is the offense. It goes through him. No help from the O-line, no help from the running game, no problem for C.J. Stroud. Hey, he is third in the NFL and passing in his first career starts behind Cam Newton, behind Justin Herbert. He also has the most pass attempts with no interceptions thrown. He is over Warren Moon, uh, Carson Wentz, Case Keenum, Tom Brady. I mean, C.J. Stroud is, you know, he's making history right now. Mm. And this is without a healthy offensive line and any support from the running game. If you ask me, CJ Stroud is right now leading candidate for offensive rookie of the year. Nothing to disagree there. I mean, you're preaching to the choir right there, buddy. Mm. I mean, zero interceptions in three games. Uh, Yeah, I'll take that. 121 pass attempts with no interceptions. Yeah, I'll take that. Hell yeah. The Houston Texans have found their quarterback of the future in C.J. Stroud. It is three weeks in, but I am confident, so confident in that statement. And hey, I'm here. One, I'm one here to eat crow. You mm-hmm. know, you know. I didn't. I didn't put in my resignation papers for Houston sports in general, but I can still eat some crow. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I still followed this team through the Coley and Lovey Smith years. I still followed this team through David Carr's years. Like, 
I've seen bad quarterback play. We have all seen yes. a plentiful amount of bad quarterback play. And, hey, man, it is what it is, but C.J. Stroud, he looks like that dude. He does. Sure. The Texans might have fell on their ass backwards to get this guy because everybody criticized week 18 last year against the Colts. Everybody criticized it. And, and you know, I was one of the guys that kept saying, you know what? I don't think it's that bad. Mm. I don't think it's as bad as everyone wants to put it. Everyone's like, no, you got to change your mind, man. You got to change your mind. Three weeks in. It don't look so bad right now. Just saying. You know, it really doesn't. And, you know, the reaction to today's win, the fan base is just so excited for next week against the Pittsburgh Steelers. You have to be encouraged, man, by what you saw from CJ Shaw just mm. answering the bell. And rookie wide receiver Tank Dell, five catches, mm. 100. 45 yards, 29 yards a catch, a tutty. Longest was the 68 dagger that put the nail in the coffin versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. Led the team in targets with seven. This is wide receiver one type numbers. Tank Dell proves time and time again that when you put the ball in his hands, special things are going to happen. He was electrifying today. Yeah, if anyone's been checking out, make sure you haven't. If you haven't, go ahead and do check out the Believe in Texans podcast. There's mm. one of the er earlier episodes of our Believe in Texans podcast was trying to find a comp for Tank Dell. And I'm here was like, I think the best comp for him is D Deshaun Jackson. Yep, I mentioned that earlier. And Deshaun Jackson, hey, had many games where – Sure, four, four, you know, receptions, five receptions, six receptions, but a hundred and a buck fifty receiving yards. You know, there's many stat lines for Deshaun Jackson just like that. We almost saw Tank Dell take two touchdowns today. I thought he had it on the deep pass in the very beginning of the game. I, I, I mean, I about fell out of my chair, man. I was so excited, uh, man. It is, it was just so much fun. And, man, it gets you emotional a little bit thinking about it just because of what we've been through. You know, mm -hmm. what we've been through the last few years to finally have a team that you can confidently say is back in the NFL, it feels like, mm -hmm. um, can compete with teams. And you know when fully healthy, this team can rock and roll. This team can do their thing. When fully healthy, we just saw today's game. C.J. Stroud had a plentiful amount of time in the pocket mm. all the time in the world today. Surgical. Shout out to the offensive line. They did their thing today. Last I saw, I think there was only like four quarterback hurries and nothing else. You know, that's huge. And that was the last that was an mm. in-game stat. So I don't know how it ended up being after the game, but we see. C.J. Stroud, with time, throw the ball accurate with anybody in this game. He's not only the best rookie quarterback to come out in this draft, I can confidently say that, but he is now, take away the word rookie, he is starting to be 
in three games, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Mm. And that is a scary thing to continue to say because I'm not used to that feeling. No. I'm not used to this. It's like it's an out-of-body experience. We haven't experienced this since redacted quarterback that we had and traded to the Cleveland Browns. I feel something more when I see number seven, though. I feel like it's it's finally like it's a culmination of all the crap we got thrown at. Yeah. I mean, you talk about you talk about that throw to tank, right? The one the first quarter between three Jags defenders and drops it in a bucket. Just bro, that that's a that's a that's that's a top throw. That's how you get drafted number two overall and just not turning the ball over the past three games. You are not being a detriment to the offense. Normally a rookie quarterback is, but CJ Stroud just like you said it, bro. You have the take of the of the of the pod. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. And the league needs to be put on notice. Don't let CJ Stroud be successful next week against the Pittsburgh Steelers defense. Cause I'm gonna be talking all types of crazy after the game. Mm. Mm. I'll be right there with you. All right. I'm talking a little crazy right now. I got I I'm feeling I'm feeling something I haven't felt in a while with these Texans and legit hope. Win. Legit hope and a win. Just give me my win. Okay, you got your first win. That's a huge monkey off the back for anybody. Mm-hmm. Super hyped to see D'Amico with that post-game speech. Yeah. Got me really hyped. And in not only actually not hyped, I felt great. Felt good. Made me made me emotional a bit because mm-hmm. it feels good, man. You see Cal and Hannah. You see Cal, a guy that fans crapped on. Yep. Absolutely took a fat dookie on. And he's there handing the game ball to D'Amico Ryans. And, you know, D'Amico talking about wins. Make Hey, it feels good to get a win. But there's going to be plenty more in this building. Mm. That right there gets me so excited. And, you know, we're talking about the Texans in general. I like to pivot to the defense real quick. Go ahead. One of our safeties played today in Jimmy Ward. We talked about it. And, dude, I loved, like, his pregame speech had me going. Yeah. And I immediately, like, he had the pregame speech. I immediately tweeted, oh, it feels like an upset today. Yep. Like, get me going. He got me hyped. I was up for it. And it makes me go, huh. It makes me go, huh. Okay. Well, if maybe one of our safeties played last week, I, I could I could see us may if not winning, I could definitely see that game being a lot more competitive mm. than it was against the Indianapolis Colts. I can't say it too too much towards winning, because the Colts did beat the Baltimore Ravens. Mm. Ravens didn't impress me week one. I'll tell you that right now. They didn't impress me. But having Jalen Petrie week one for a first half. That defense played it lights out. Mm-hmm. Second half, the game got away yeah. from him. Week two, no safeties. Jalen Petrie and Jimmy Ward, no offense to Murray or MJ Stewart. They played as much as they could. But you got dog walked. 
mm-hmm. defensively. If this week Jimmy Ward's there, okay, the defense just it just felt like it was everywhere. When you needed a big play to happen, when you needed a big pass breakup, when you needed whatever pressure, Blake Cashman with an INT today, cash money, loved him in training camp. Next week, I might have Jimmy Ward and Jalen Petrie. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm cooking. Oh, we're going to be cooking up here in H-Town, especially with J.J. Watt coming back. Yeah, that, that NRG is going to be rocking. I'm telling you, one more year. One more year. Now, you know, if y'all watch the Believe in Texans podcast, y'all know we both mentioned Jimmy Ward last stream. How this is the captain of your defense, captain of the entire team. There is a reason why we brought him here from the San Francisco 49ers. He is the guy that is going to embody the swarm mentality the most because he's known it for the past three or four years. He's going to keep everybody in check. That pregame speech, like Harley said, was electric. And, you know, he was around the ball almost every other play. Shout out to Jimmy Ward, man. Even laying the hit on Calvin Ridley just... You know, we saw it in training camp. He yeah. laid out Dalton Schultz, took his helmet off. Yeah. Blake Cashman, it. interception, fumble, you know, fumble recovery. We saw him do that at training camp. When these guys are finally healthy, we will have a football team. And if you get back Jalen Petrie next week, that's just going to excite me even more. Because it's like the pieces that were there in the beginning of the season, they fell off the table because I was worrying about other stuff. Now I'm picking them up. I'm putting them back in. If you win next week against the Pittsburgh Steelers, because Kenny Pickett's not playing good football right now. No, Najee Harris is, I mean, not good at all. CJ Stroud keeps doing what he's doing. You're looking at two and two. Who would have yeah. thought? Who would have thought, man? Uh, it would have been a tough one. I mean, I thought going into – you know, after four weeks of football, I believe I had us losing to the Ravens. Mm-hmm. And then the Colts game, I was like, I think we could win. I had us winning. We didn't. And then today, you know, I saw the Jaguars at Jacksonville. I'm thinking that's going to be a tough, tough game to play just because they're, they're division champs. You know, I'm mm-hmm. going to give them some respect. And the Texans went in there and absolutely slapped the dog shit out of them. And disrespected the Jags fans in their stadium so much that we are no longer, they are no longer called Duval because the fans were booing Booing. Duval all day long. And D'Amico was laughing. D'Amico was hype. The fans for the Texans were going crazy. The timeline on Twitter was insane. The group chats could not stop. Hopping, whether it was Twitter, whether it was my messages, whether it was my Instagram, everyone could not believe what was going on. And it was absolutely a thrill to see our Texans come up with an upset win over the Jacksonville Jaguars. These are the type of games that get you excited about D'Amico Ryans. And as Grafa O exclamation point mentions right here, it wasn't just the offense and the defense. The special teams, a huge part of this game. Now, you're not going to get that every week, ladies and gentlemen. Let's just be honest. No, no, no. no. But the fact that you know 
one week or the or three weeks from now, your special teams can give you a play. Whether it's Will Anderson Jr. blocking a field goal, I no longer want to hear about trading for Will Anderson Jr. He mm. is special. Mm. He is special. He is a freak. Not only that, in that Trevor Lawrence scramble, he invaded a couple of people. Will Anderson Jr. lifted Brandon Sheriff three feet in the air and knocked him on his ass. Will Anderson Jr. is going to be a monster. Then you have Andrew Beck dropping the punt, picking it up, and taking it to the crib. It looked like he was going 10 miles an hour. He was clocked at 20. What the <laughs> hell oh went God. on with Andrew Beck? I mean, I am jumping up and down. I am screaming beers flying everywhere, dude. You know, we dropped the blunt. It was a crazy scene. But that's the type of plays that book. you haven't seen in the past two to three years. We always say, you know, like I've always watched games and I go, something, you know, extraordinary happens for a team. And I go, yeah. man, you know, exactly. That, that, it that never happens to the tech. Like that never happens for us. You know, like when are the Texans going to have a play like that? And it happened at a great time because the Jags just scored that, you know, they're starting to get back in this game a bit. And then, boom, just a huge derailer. Derailed everything in their momentum. Andrew Beck, run it all the way back and take it to the crib. That was mm, chef's kiss to Andrew Beck. That guy, I know he was wanting that near the goal line. I know, I know Bro, that, that hurdle, I mean, mm. um, shout out to Frank Ross. Frank Ross, my boy, the John Bernthal a doppelganger, Frank Ross, man. He is he is that dude. Appreciate you, Scott. Appreciate that, my guy. Congratulations. Yes, buddy. I did get engaged uh this weekend. Ooh. So that my engagement was on Friday. And then we get a Texans dub. It's been a perfect weekend. It's been a it's been a great weekend. And and then let me let me let me take a look real quick because you know. Uh, I, I like to see this this score update real quick. As there is a two minutes in the game, the Cardinals are beating the Cowboys, the 0-2 Cardinals. So if this weekend couldn't get any better for me, engagement, yeah. Texans dub, yeah. And a Cowboys potential loss, sign me up, everybody. I am ecstatic as hell. For my weekend, this is great. This is what we deserve, brother. You know, standing in front of of the line for every open training camp practice to the public at 4.30, 5.30 in the morning, right? Because we believe in this Houston Texans team. And with a victory like today, it makes you believe you could win the rest of the remaining games on the schedule. When you have head coach D'Amico Ryans, when you have CJ Shot, bro, what was so fantastic about today's victory? It was the young guys making plays. CJ Stroud, Tankdell, hey, Jared Patterson. Shout out to you for having a very solid day snapping and blocking at the center position. The Henry Tuotuo had some nice moments, mm -hmm. right? Shout out to Henry Tuotuo. And the Will Anderson Jr. Dude, your your tank. Dad, your stars made a play today. And 
you know, shout out to shout out to our GM, right? So much slander mm. a couple of days ago, but all the people he drafted and picked up. A hey, Shaq Mason had a great game as well. Had a nice play on. It was a first down. I think it was first and fifteen. We gave it to Damian Pierce. He got ten yards back. Um, Damian Pierce thirty, you know, thirty one yards. Man, not looking good so far. Uh, for the run game in general, our leading rusher was Devin Singletary with forty one. But those came at the very end of the game. But the young core for the Houston Texans is standing out right now. It's looking great, man. And, you know, uh, uh, a, a third – I want to mention someone else. The Brev Zone is back. Where the F has Brevin Jordan been? And we got a live quote, by the way. DJ Enemy coming in with a quote just a few minutes ago. This is from Brevin Jordan on cj stroud and yes everybody this is a real quote it's gonna sound fake it's this is real dead ass quote brevin jordan the best thing that happened to the houston texans franchise was us beating the indianapolis colts last game last year we drafted the right guy he's unbelievable that is an actual quote. You tell me this team is not sold on number seven leading them out as their franchise quarterback for the rest of the year and the future and on and on. I need your reaction to that quote because this is a – I love it. I mean, hey. I mean, you're throwing shots at every other rookie quarterback. You are Hmm. throwing shots at the fans who were pissed about winning the game, including Hmm. myself. I always crow, too. I was very mad that we won that game and took us all the number one overall pick. I was was okay. I was pissed, right? I wanted control of every single round. Nonetheless, C.J. Stroud, what he has done, I mean, you're – he – we're just continuing to see things we haven't seen from a Houston Texans quarterback because that's all we have seen from the past three weeks. You know, the D'Amico Ryan effect is real. Dude, him running up and died down the sideline at full speed. Looks like he could put the pads on and play again. But I love that energy from my head coach, man. I love it too, man. I, I can't believe that quote for Previn Jordan, man. That's that insane. is a it's a hot take a, for sure. Definitely. Um, you know, he and we got more right now coming through from him. Uh Brevin Jordan says we drafted the right guy. Man, he's a leader. He's a phenomenal player and a phenomenal guy with God-given talent. Dude, he's unbelievable. That Dude. right there is a quote, bro. So I was talking to the um, you know, to my people who were here watching the game. And, you know, we said that if C.J. Stroud is going to be balling like this, the offseason is going to be so much more fun because then you could get him legit weapons that also themselves can make some plays on the football. Dude, I I mean, I did not expect this type of play from C.J. Stroud. And I have to like I have to be honest with you guys. Also, shout out to Bobby Slowick, you know, got some criticism the past couple of weeks. There's offense. I mean, the Jaguars had no, you know, had no answer to it. And it wasn't like the run game was working. It was through the passing attack. But it was a little two yards here, three yards here from the running game. And the Houston Texans 
definitely need to get that going again. But one and two, feeling a lot more better than what I did last week against the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I'm feeling a lot more better. I got to, you know, I was already encouraged with CJ Stroud, but I wasn't so encouraged with the team's performance in week two. Mm-hmm. Today, 360, defense played lights out without a Derek Stingley, without a Jalen Petrie, without a Denzel Perryman. Uh, you know, so they did their thing tonight, man. It was, or today, it, it was great. Uh, on to Pittsburgh. And let's talk about that. Real quick, real quick. Um, JJ Watt's going to be in the house. Mm. And if there's in the house. any, oh, I, okay. Yes. Hey, let's, let's, let's go tailgating. You down? Uh, and me, me and my dad are going. So sure. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. We'll go to the enough cell tailgate. Shout out to the enough cell tailgate. I mm. went, um, in week, I mean, I went last week and the amount of people who I met and asked for you, bro, it's going to be a scene. They have a, they have their own moonshine tent there. It gets a little lit. Food, bottles, donuts. I haven't been to DJ. a Texans game since Peyton Manning was a quarterback for the Denver Broncos. Don't tell me it was that 50 bomb. Yes, it was. <laughs> it, it, it was his. It was that game. That was the last game I've ever been to in, in, in a Texans uh, stadium. My The last game, my dad, first of all, this is going to be great. Because my dad is a huge Oilers Texans fan. He's never been to a regular season Texans mm. game. He's never been. So this is his first game ever in NRG. The first the first game he's ever been to actually was the first ever preseason game in Texans history. They played the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and my dad was there. That that's how much he hasn't been to a game since. Mm. So this is gonna be it's gonna be a great experience. I can't wait to bring him along for the ride, man. Can't wait to get that big victory against the Steelers. So this is where my storyline comes into play. G JJ Watt was tweeting about the Texans today. Oh, yes, he was. And Nothing but positive things. And next week, it's going to be popping. With this win today, you shot the excitement times 10. Now you are honoring one of the best players in franchise history, regardless whether I like him or not. J.J. Watt deserves his flowers. And he's going to see the crowd. He's going to see C.J. Stroud. He's going to see D'Amico Ryan's coaching and all his former you know, teammates and he is going to get that itch again. And I need you, Harley, you who are there, when they show him on camera, I need you to start that one more year chant. Because if the Houston Texans keep on putting wins together like this, hard-fought wins, dominant wins, and you might find yourself in playoff contention, who's to say J.J. Watt doesn't get a call from Nick Casario? I would love J.J. Watt having, you know what? I'll let him have his corny moment. I'll let him announce it himself. Hey, if he wants to skydive out of an airplane and land into, you know, NRG Stadium and say I'm back, you can do that. But he had 10 sacks last year for the Arizona Cardinals. Defensive coordinator Matt Burke was coaching last year with the Arizona Arizona Cardinals. There's a connection there. Hey, play your final six games with the Texans. Retire a Texan. And let's, you know. 
Let's have a Cinderella moment. It, it, it's it's a great storyline to, to continue to talk about. Um, but we all know it's it's not going to happen. It's not, it's uh, not I would be I would be shocked, like shocked, if that happened. Um, and just I can't even fathom it. I can't put it into words because I just don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. But don't count me out. I mean, I'm I will start a chant for one more year. I mean, I will definitely, someone might already have the plan for starting the chat. So mm. it doesn't, it doesn't matter. I, I'm going to try to start it, but it might already be get popping once we in there, because you know, you know, little John song's going to come on in. Turn off a lot. JJ's going to come on through. He's going to do his thing. He's going to give a glorious speech. And there's going to be some tears flowing through my eyes because I love me some J.J. Watt, as everybody knows, because he is the best player in Texans history. And he is, to me, the best NFL player to ever play in the game. So with that being said, oh, yeah, I don't have no problem saying that. I have no problem saying that. With Without injuries, he is the best NFL guy to ever play in the league. I will say that confidently. I don't give a damn about no Aaron Donald. No, he's got a ring. I don't give a damn I'm about a no defensive player, right? You heard what I said. <laughs> We're just going to keep it like that. We're just going to keep it like that. I believe. Cut that out and make that a clip. Get on with it. Let's get on with it, believe. Make sure y'all listen to Believe in Texans, by the way, man. Talking about the Houston Texans, 37-17 matchup dominate the Jacksonville Jaguars no sacks today from the Houston Texans back-to-back weeks with no sacks but it's kind of like I mean what do you think is going on with the D-line are they double teaming Will Anderson Mm. is you know that's what it seems like we got and this was my biggest worry we got a good week one out of John Bernard but uh haven't seen much since mm-hmm. from that side of the defensive line. Uh, I appreciate what he did week one, but, hey, buddy, there's, there's a whole season to be played. I mean, I remember a few years back, Merciless had himself a crazy four weeks in the NFL where it was clamoring defensive player of the year arms already. You know? and, and he just – he fell off hard. So I hope that doesn't happen with Jonathan Grenard, but that was my biggest worry. Is teams are going to isolate Will Anderson and be like, okay, we can stop him by double teaming, throwing a tight end over there, throwing a running back over there as well to help chip on him and whatever. But the Texans have to figure out who is going to be that other guy Mm -hmm. to create pressure from the edge without, you know, having to, if they got to stir up some blitzes, okay, Denzel Mm -hmm. Perryman. Could be a solid option for that as well. He's a really good blitzing linebacker. Um, but, you know, I, I need to see something from Gennard. I need to see yeah. something from, you know, we got to see some of Malik Collins today creating some of that pressure. Um, that's what he is. He's better pass rusher than he is a run stuffer. Hopefully we get to see something else mm-hmm. created. But, you know, the run defense still needs some, some work, you know, so – Hopefully, with Hassan Ridgeway coming back around, I think week five or week mm-hmm. six, 
Um, Cause I think he got placed in the IR on week two. So I think he'll be back week six. That's a huge guy that uh, was a under the radar move. The Texans made knows the scheme played his ass off week one. Uh, Khalil Davis did get into the game Shout a little bit. Khalil Davis. Khalil Davis had himself a solid day from what mm. I saw. Um, we'll definitely probably see more once play tape and everything else comes out, but he looked pretty good from what I saw when he was in there. Shout out to him. So the Texans definitely, it's not, it's not the, you know, there is always going to be some critiques here and there, but we got to highlight when a win is a win. Mm. And we got to highlight this win because it's our first for D'Amico Ryans. Yes. Huge, man. Steven Nelson played well today, you know, with the highlighted play, the one-on-one matchup where he was tested. Um, you know, I said it all throughout training camp. Steven Nelson looks like a damn good cornerback. I've seen John Menchie mentioned many times in the chat, you know, only two catches for 13 yards, but you are slowly bringing John Menchie along. And, you know, I see the speed. I see the elusiveness that almost made him a first round pick. John Menchie just continued to get healthy. And this is what I, you know, love about this receiving core now, right? Because coming in, we were worried who is going to step up. The first two weeks, it was Nico Collins. This week, it was Tank Dell. And if I could continue to get that type of production, I mean, hey, maybe next week it is Robert Woods, who had six targets, three catches, 34 yards, just a solid connection with C.J. Shaw. C.J. Shaw trusts Robert Woods with his life on third and fourth mm. down. And just to say that this wide receiving core and the quarterback have been the highlight of this Houston Texans offense in the first three weeks, you wouldn't have heard me say that all in the, you know, offseason and previewing this team. But we're moving, brother, in the right direction, it seems like. Trending upwards. Go on to Pittsburgh. See if you can take care of business there. Uh, we're going to get a good look at them tonight, Sunday mm-hmm. night football. They play against the Raiders. And so we get to see uh, what this defense for the Steelers is what I'm going to be paying attention to and how is C.J. Stroud. This is, his, to me, his first true tough-ass defense that he's going mm-hmm. up against. You know, I mean, Minka Fitzpatrick, T.J. Watt. Yeah, they don't got Cameron Hayward, but they still got uh, Alex Highsmith is still on that team as well. I mean, they got some guys <laughs> that, you know, Joey Porter Jr. is also on that team. Oh, man, Steelers got themselves a solid defense, uh, and that's what's always going to keep them in games is the defense. Well, we saw it just two weeks ago. Uh, they, they, The reason they won the game was because of the defense mm-hmm. against the Browns. So, hey, it's going to be a dogfight next week. Texans defense has got to continue to play well. Hopefully, Jalen Petrie is ready for that game, and we could have both our safeties against a big matchup against the Steelers. And as we come to an end of the Houston Texans' first victory in the head coach, D'Amico Ryan's era, thank y'all so much for being part of today's stream. We will probably be back in the next day or two. Just, you know, we'll rewatch the game and we'll highlight some more players who look fantastic. I'm pretty sure we missed a couple. But thank you so much for being a part of today's stream. Me and Harley both dropped our reaction to today's video at the lead underscore Houston at 713 Houston Sportcast, guys. Thank you all so much, and you'll have a very blessed day. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.